Hey, Kelly. Hey, Jen. What are you listening to this week? Welcome to What Are You Listening To This Week, the weekly podcast where we talk about our favorite songs, some old, some new, all good. I'm Jen Tully, and this week I'm joined by the amazing Kelly Hager. Kelly's an author, international speaker, business consultant, and founder CEO of Eris Health and Eris Sisters, which we'll spend some time discussing in between the music. Also, did you know that now on Spotify, you can listen to the show with the songs we discuss incorporated? Just search for What Are You Listening To With Music. If you are not listening on Spotify, be sure to give the playlist a listen and then tune into our conversation. With that, let's get started. Kelly, what are you listening to this week? Oh, Jen, thanks for having me on. I'm very excited to be one of your first guests back this year. Yes. Um, I am listening to One Angel by Stir, which is one of my absolute favorite songs. Loved this song. I always call it out when a guest brings a song that I'm not familiar with. Um, and this was one that I'd not heard before. I did not know this song. I did not know this band. And I couldn't believe it. They're so good. They're so good, right? They're actually a St. Louis band, which is the city I'm from. Yes. And... um I think they got signed to Capitol Records at one point, and I don't know, everything kind of fell apart for them or whatever, but they had this one album that was so good. And for whatever reason, around the holidays and stuff, they always kind of pop in my head. So it's just been one of those one of those weeks. Totally. Well, and, and the other thing, too, I'm like, oh, we both have a connection because I did see that they were from St. Louis, um, which I knew was your hometown. And then they got kind of discovered, I guess, um, at South by Southwest in 1995, yes. which yes. is I was it was funny when I was looking at that. I'm like, I was at that South by Southwest <laughs> because I went every year and it, it happened and it happens in March every year. Um, and it was right before I moved to Los Angeles. I didn't move to L.A. until May of 95. And so I was like, I bet you I I probably even saw these guys or saw one of the showcases and didn't realize. So we both had a little connection there to stir. There you go. They <laughs> are phenomenal. Well, and it looks like they released an EP just last year. They only had three albums. They had they had this one, Stir, which was released in 1996, one called Holy Dogs from 2000, and then this this EP that came out in November of last year called Gaffer Pottery. Yes. Um, I was like, so if you are a fan, it looks like they make you wait quite a while. <laughs> yes. yes, just that. I think that there was like a big time off type of a thing, but then it, you know, kind of, they kind of regrouped a little bit. Okay. Well, and I love to, this was my favorite part about it as we go like through the playlist. And this is again, the first episode back of season two. Again, I'm so excited. And we, you know, everybody's talking about new music and what you're excited for, for 2023. And we like solidly landed like late eighties, early nineties in this playlist. Of course. I'm like, well, that's what you're going to get. You know, I call it out in the beginning. I have the caveat, right? Some old, some new, all good. So we, we're covered. But I was like, it's really funny that everybody's going to be focusing on like what they're excited about. And here we are like 
kicking it way back. But that's what this band made me think of. You know, I was telling you before we started recording, it really was like a time machine. And I didn't even get too caught up in the lyrics of this song because I was just enjoying being transported back to my college years, you know, and this band, I, I feel like this song just like captures the sound of the genre from this area. You had, you know, this string of bands, you had Candlebox and Sister Hazel and Gin Blossoms. And your second pick, I think also falls into this genre. But um, I loved that. I, were you a fan of like all of those bands? And all of, of those bands. Yeah. Like, and we would go to hear them all. There's this big outside theater that we, amphitheater type of a thing that we used to go to. And we would just sit in the, on the lawn part of it. And I mean, it would be like concert after concert. And we just spent our summers doing that. Yeah. It was like the good old days, man. Yes, <laughs> yes it was. It was so fun. It was so fun. So fun. So yes, if you're not familiar with Stir, I encourage people, especially if you like that genre and these bands we just called out, like go back and check it out. I so got into the whole album. Like I said, just like song after song felt like a time machine. And it's one of those, it was one of those albums where you could play it and almost like place the exact year it came out. You know, yeah. uh -huh. I feel like yeah, I feel like I was just like, oh, this has got to be like 95, 96. And when I looked, I was like, oh, yeah, 1996. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we sort of referenced it. We teased it a little bit. But tell me tell me about your second pick. What was your second song? So our second song is Bittersweet by Big Head Todd and the Monsters. They actually are coming to St. Louis this week. And so, you know, we're all kind of getting ready for that um, that concert to hit. And so I thought, you know, this is a good one to also, you know, kind of hit a little bit. So good. So good. I was introduced to this band when I was in college by one of my longtime friends. Um, her name is Shannon and she and I went to high school together and we both stayed in Texas, um, for college. Um, she was down in Lubbock at Texas tech and I was about five hours north in Denton. And this was before internet and email. So we used to write letters back and forth to each other and we'd send mixtapes back and forth and all that stuff. And she had put this song or no, she put either this or Broken Hearted Savior. It might've been Broken Hearted Savior that she put on, which was the bigger hit, I think, off of this yeah. album. But it's what introduced me to this band. And like everybody, this Sister Sweetly album, everybody had it. You couldn't get into somebody's car without this CD being in there. Like You got it. It was everywhere. And so I just, again, this was one of those songs that I hadn't like dusted off in a while. And I forgot how good it is and how much I love it. Right? I know. I just, you know, it's funny. Like I really like that genre of mm -hmm. music. And although I like everything from rap to country, but that genre, I think, because that's what I grew up with was, you know, is just, you know, kind of my favorite. It is. It's like it's it's the nostalgia of it. It's it's again like the collective community that's created of people that you like bet. that kind of music. You know, it's yeah. why I talk about it a lot on the show. Like the whole point for me of doing this is one because I love to talk about music endlessly, and two is I just think it's such a great way to foster connection. You know, it sets time and place. It brings people together, whether it's at a concert where you're literally sharing a community experience over a band that ostensibly everybody there likes, you know, or yes. is interested in learning more yes. about. 
Um, and it's been doing that. Like, that's what, what made me think about it is when I went back, I think the oldest song on here is my first pick and it's from 1988. But even back then, music was doing that for me. It was, yeah. you know, if it was Shannon and I sending mixtapes back and forth or you joining with friends on a lawn to watch concerts outdoor. And how many new people did you meet? I've never gone to a concert and not met new people. Oh, right. Well, and you know, like your best friends during those yes. moments together, you know, like you might not ever see each other again, but during those, you know, concerts, you are like in love with it. Everybody's in love with each other. Exactly. And I, I've not had another experience with any other form of art that feels that relatable to me. Like I can yeah. remember like, you know, being at the, this sounds like super bougie, but like, you know, being at a museum or something and sharing yeah. a, you know, like everybody looking at a piece of art together and feeling moved or being in a movie, you know, that everybody loved, but a concert's just different. A concert it's hits more free. Yeah. 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 You feel like you're really engaging. It's two way. It feels a lot yes. more two way than those other mediums. You know, again, maybe that's it. Like art, you're looking at static, you know, a film is not real. Nobody's there, but with a concert, like everybody's engaging, like people are actually like they're sending out energy and we're giving love back. You know, yeah. it's just, it's cool. And, and I'm happy in most yes. cases, right? Like that's something that, you know, as we, you know, the world is more and more challenged every day that like to go and find the pieces that make you happy and that you know concerts definitely do that for sure for sure and again and you know I think after COVID when we were all so isolated like it, it just it hits different now for me like that we spent just like I went to more concerts probably last year than I ever have in a given year because I was so excited live music yep. was back and I just yes. I had missed it it was such a whole um like so many things um during the pandemic like I, I think that it really did sort of expose the cracks um in a lot of in a lot of areas um and I think that's you know you and I talk about that some too especially in the work that you're doing with Eris Sisters and Eris Health and like help me understand Eris Health I think like that's kind of the point right is to kind of help bridge mental health care post pandemic yeah. so you know like as we are watching like literally every day, um, different things kind of blowing up and the impact that that has on all of us. And you can say that from um, social challenges to political challenges to, you know, whatever really like gets, you know, gets to you. And one of the things that we're building is um, an app that will have 17,000 stories of people who have had challenging moments, but how they got out of them. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, we're going to be like a little mental health YouTube. Um, and the goal is really so people can identify and not feel alone and that they can see that no matter who they are, no matter what they're doing, um, there are other people that have experienced similar um, similar types of pain, similar, um, experiences. And with that, um, you know, we're hoping that we bring a lot of hope and inspiration as well as just keeping the guardrails on 
we are watching right. way too many people die by suicide. Um, yes. You- and again, like, let's, this is a great time to like insert this, like that hotline has been fantastic. I've never been yes. here about a government program. Like if nine eight eight anyone that you know is struggling, 988, please call 988. You bet. And, you know, and we are big advocates of pushing um, people to doctors and, but it's taking four to 18 months to get into a mental health professional. And that's just too long. And that's why the rates, the suicide rates are going up. People don't have that type of bandwidth. So we're really excited to um, be working on this app. We're launching a big Kickstarter on Tuesday and we're super excited about that. Um, because we really, 200 people are dying a day by suicide and we've got to, we've got to change, um, the way that we're working, um, currently in, in those situations. 100%. And, and everybody knows somebody, you know, and I, and I always go back to community. Like that's the thing I love about Eris sisters. It's what I love about what you're doing with Eris health. And I think that's a great way to phrase it. It's like a YouTube for mental health. Like that's great. Um, And, and again, just an opportunity to, to build that community and know that you're not alone. And I feel like that is a lovely segue (laughs) into my first pick, (laughs) which um, while I think at the outset, this sounds like an incredibly sad song, I'm going to give you a different take on it. So my, first pick is a song called Circle by Edie Brickell and New Bohemians. I love that. Yeah. I I love love that. I love this song. I love, um, and I'm not a big like sad song gal. I gotta say, like I'm generally an upbeat person. My daughter is always listening to like the saddest music. I'm like, what are you doing in there? And she's like, well, if I listen to sad music, I don't have to feel sad. And I'm the opposite. I'm like, if I'm listening to sad music, I'm like a puddle and I'm crying and I, I just get into, I relate too much or I get into it too much. And so this song, the the, the hot take I'll give you on it that I laugh about now is that um, this one is like my high school angst song in uh, like one, like summed up in whatever, four minutes. Like (laughs) if I was having a bad day or I was feeling teen angsty, like I'd run into my room and pop in this CD and turn it up and maybe slam a door or something for effect, you know, but like, that's how my, like in my later years, my mom said like, Oh, if I ever heard that song, like coming out of your room, I just knew to steer clear. (laughs) Oh, well, that, that's a good way to, you know, like, don't come in at the moment. I'm good. Right. So you can listen to it and feel like it's so sad about like, oh, like we're losing a friend and all of that. I'm like, or you can think like, wow, that really is like, I, I can't think of a more like teen angsty song to like that's throw awesome. up in your room, <laughs> like blast in your room. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. A hundred percent. We definitely come from the same era. Yes, yes. Well, and I also think too, like, um, you know, this is kind of the same note as we had talked about from the big, the big head Todd song. I think that what I am was the bigger hit off of this album, which yep. is, you know, obviously for those of you that don't know, it's from the shooting rubber bands at the stars album. If you're not familiar with it, if you don't know Edie Brickell, or you only think of her as, you know, Paul Simon's wife, like go back pick up this album, check it out. I promise you won't be disappointed. I think that she's so talented. And um, even though What I Am was kind of the big hit that everybody yeah. knew, this was always the like the number one song off of that album for me. You bet. And, and I love that. I love that we both sort of chose the B tracks. Um, yes. 
for our picks. I was like, yes, that's how you know you found your people when you're not just talking about the hit, you're going to the the B track. The secondary. <laughs> <Right>. Yep. <laughs> so that is a good one. And that's my little plug for Edie Brickell if you, if you don't know her. That's awesome. Um, and then I'm going to close us out with maybe the anthem of this era, kind of, right? I mean, I feel like this song was so everywhere that I, I almost had a hard time putting it on the playlist. And then I gave it a listen again after, I don't know, it's probably been years since I've consciously listened to this song. I mean, maybe I hear it in the grocery store, or, you know, something, but um, it's the song All I Want by Tote the Wet Sprocket. Oh, such a great tune. Right. I mean, this is one of those songs that's like, it's an old favorite that I can finally appreciate again. Yes. I feel like, you know, I listened to it to death and radio airplay was insane and you couldn't escape the song. It came out in 1991 um, uh, and you really couldn't get away from it. But revisiting it was like catching up with an old friend. Like, yes. I feel like I'm being so nostalgic in this episode, but it really, I keep, and I keep saying time machine, but that's what it was for me to go back and listen to these four songs in this order. I was just like, I really was transported back. I thought of people I hadn't thought about in 30 years. I remembered situations. I remembered concerts, you know, like all kinds of things just came flooding back. Was it the same for you? Yes. You know, it's, I've got a playlist that, um, that I listen to pretty frequently. And the other song that's on it is, um, Greatest American Hero, you know, that oh. I'm like, and it's just all the, and I was like, oh, you know, like, so you start going through the, all those favorites of that era, the late eighties and nineties and, yes. oh, I could live in that space. Like I just, For sure. yeah. And but all of these songs have meant something to me in my life at some point. So it's funny that like what you picked and what I picked, like they all, they're all really good songs. And I can't wait to actually add your two into this playlist because it, they fit beautifully. <laughs> well, and it's great too, again, in, in terms of like, cementing time and place. Like yes. as soon as I put this on, I was like driving around with my high school friends or, you know, my friend Brian and I worked together and I can remember this song being on in the mall a lot, you know, when we'd go to work or like first dates, like just all of the things, like it really did take me, take me back. And I, I had a lovely trip down memory lane while I was revisiting our picks. Um, and, and then again, too, this one I love. Um, I love Glenn Phillips, who's the lead singer of Toad the Wet Sprocket and has come out with um, lots of like, I think he's done quite a bit of solo work. He's pretty prolific as a solo artist these days, but he really is great, too, with with lyrics and turning a phrase. I talk about that a lot. But, um, you know, I love how the song opens. Nothing so loud is hearing when we lie. Yeah. Like that's kind of true. Like, you know, it, and, and things ring differently now than they did. Greater experiences, when I was right? 17. Like, yeah. Yes. Yep. So you're like, oh gosh. Yeah. You know, nothing so cold is closing the heart when all we need is to free the soul. I was like, wow. wow. Yeah. Kind of powerful. Like, and I can remember like bopping along as a kid singing, yeah. but it just, I was like, I didn't realize how impactful, you know, these lyrics are. You there bet. are lots of gems in there. So if it's been a while and you haven't looked at lyrics, because we didn't have that benefit really either. No, back in the we day, didn't. You know, you could look at liner notes and sometimes in like an album or a cassette, you know, they'd list the lyrics, but not always. Gosh. So 
making right? all those mixtapes too. Like yes. how fun was that? We would yeah. spend hours in high school hours. and college doing that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I still do like Spotify is like, this girl is like the mixtape <laughs> queen of because I'm constantly, constantly putting playlists together for any occasion. Anybody has anything coming up? Like it's an excuse for me to build a playlist. That's so fun. So I know. I love it. Well, and like I said, I think most people are probably familiar with Toad the Wet Sprocket, especially this Fear album. Um, they had a couple other albums as a band, um, but I feel like this one, and they even had some, um, like, Something's Always Wrong. I remember that one came a little bit later. Um, Good Intentions. Like, they had some other big hits, but this was the one that I loved. And, um, like, again, the other thing that I remembered when I was listening to this is I actually did see these guys live once. And um, Mila, Joe. Uh, Jovovich opened for them who went oh, on cool. to be I know she had just she sang a little bit in Dazed and Confused which I think came out in 93 maybe and I probably saw them in 95 and so I knew that she sang a little bit but I didn't know she was like opening for bands and stuff so that's like one of those weird stories yes. where you're like you saw who with who <laughs> so cool so, yes yeah, supermodel actress and singer there you go who knew who knew? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, this has been such a fun episode, Kelly. Thank you for being my very first guest back. Thank you for all the work that you're doing with Eris Sisters and Eris Health. And for those of you that would like to learn more about the work that Kelly is doing, um, you can find Eris Health and Eris Sisters on Instagram. Um, they are at Eris Sisters, A R R A S. S-I-S-T-E-R-S, and Eris Health, A-R-R-A-S-H-E-A-L-T-H. And also keep your eyes peeled on Eris Health IG page for more information about the Kickstarter campaign that Kelly referenced. That'll be coming out uh, probably the day after this episode airs. So what is that? Tuesday the Tuesday 11th? the 10th. Tuesday the 10th. Yes. Tuesday the 10th. That's it. Um, and as always, to keep up with all things Super Awesome Mix and what are you listening to, please follow us on Instagram at Super Awesome Mix. Thanks for listening. And please join me again next week to find your new favorite songs.